Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. I hope you are having a great hump day. I know it's the middle of the week and some people are just like, oh, enough already. (laughs) But I say, hang in there. Fridays are coming. Okay. Um, Thank you for being here. And today's lesson. Did I say happy Wednesday already? If I didn't say happy Wednesday, happy hump day. We have some people um, in here today witnessing the lesson live. Um, They're just here to witness it, though. They're going to quietly sit in the background while I do what I do. So today's lesson is bitterness and what it does to the soul. Now, let me drink some water. Oh, <clears throat> went down the wrong pipe. All right. <clears throat> wow. Like I said, because <clears throat> I had to do a little bit of coughing. <clears throat> Bitterness and what it does to the soul. Now. We as human beings, we experience a lot of things in our lives. And some of those things leave a bad taste in our mouth, which leaves us being bitter. Whatever it is, whether somebody got married to somebody, whether somebody died and you didn't get to say whatever it was that you needed to say, somebody at work did something to you, somebody you know did something to you. Somebody took something from you. Somebody put something in your house you didn't want in your house. Somebody, um, somebody's behavior was um, really bad and you wanted to uh, just put them in their place or do something. Anything can make us bitter. Anything. <clears throat> and the bad thing is it can manifest into something really bad really bad it's anger first and then it turns into bitterness so whatever uh that emotion of anger produces if it's not dealt with it becomes bitterness and there's a lot of us if we really think about our lives and the things that's happened to us we may have a a little just a little uh root of bitterness in us that needs to be stamped out 
Now, while I'm doing this lecture, I want you to think about bitterness and uh, the root of it. Now, there might be some hidden bitterness in any one of us. But the the good thing that we um, are able to do is we're able to self-reflect, even though the world says we can't, we are able to when we're walking with the Most High, because the Most High shows us all the things that's wrong with us so that we can fix ourselves. So while we are walking with the Most High in whatever um whatever walk that you're doing because some people just started some people have been walking with the most high excuse me whatever position or phase that you're in trust the process with the most high because he will help you to root out bitterness so that you can keep going because you can't glorify the most high with all of that you just can't do it so on with the lecture let me get my glasses Hopefully this won't be long. I always say that, but hopefully it won't. Bitterness is a terrible thing. It actually stunts your growth spiritually. Uh-huh. It first manifests itself spiritually, and then it manifests itself physically. Or vice versa. Some people never even think about how they become or have become, have, how they've become or um, how the bitterness even started, okay? It's a powerful and subtle thing, and it can creep into your soul as quickly as the blink of an eye. But no matter how bitterness creeps into your being, if you're not able to see it and weed it out, it will destroy you. And you will ultimately be damned meaning no new life. <clears throat> Before I discuss how to combat bitterness, I would like to define it so that we'll have a clear understanding of what it is and how to deal with it. Now, I get a lot of times I get my definitions from the Oxford, which is a European dictionary, or I can get it from the um, Webster's. When I go online, the first thing that pops up is the um, Oxford. So that's where I get a lot of it. And a lot of these words are Latin words. So bitterness is a noun. And um, the definition is sharpness of taste, lack of sweetness. There's more than one definition, apparently. Um, and it, um, uh, the, um, figurative uh, definition is something that's a bad taste okay so it's um, figurative and it's um, literal so like I said the first explanation is the sharpness of taste lack of sweetness okay um, and, it, and um, a sentence would be the lime juice imparts a slight bitterness the synonyms are sharpness, acidity, pungency, tartness, sourness. The explanation that we are going to discuss, and like I said, figuratively, it will be that, but literally is anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly or the idea of it, because it could be in your head, okay, something you felt, 
being you feel like you're being treated unfairly or uh, there's some resentment and um a sentence would be um anger and disappointment at being treated i'm sorry he expressed bitterness over his dismissal without notice and the um <clears throat> synonyms are resentment resentfulness dissatisfaction and disgruntlement okay and i have some more um more of a definition um bitterness is when bitterness bitterness is that state of mind that willfully holds on to angry feelings ready to take offense able to break out in anger at any moment the foremost danger in succumbing to bitterness and allowing it to rule our hearts is that it is a spirit that refuses reconciliation. Now that is important because it's a spirit and that is, that's really important. Why does the Bible, what does the Bible say about bitterness? Bitterness is resentful cynicism that results in an intense antagonism or hostility towards others. The Bible teaches us to get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. And we'll be reading that later. What does bitterness cause? Bitterness is a hostile disposition and a poisonous frame of mind that causes people to brood, scowl, and become repulsive in demeanor. What causes bitterness? The basic cause of bitterness is sin and the guilt it produces. An individual with a guilty conscience often becomes bitter and repulsive. What are the signs of a bitter person? These are the 10 behaviors I'm reading. What are the signs of, the bitter, uh, of a bitter person? Um, there's 10 behaviors that reveal a bitter person. Okay. And I got this um, online and it is from um, Better Life Pop Globe by Power of Positivity. And it was published May 30th, May 31st, 2020. And it was also modified in October 27, 2022. Okay. And it's the power of positivity. Um, better people and how um, to cope with it. All right. Better people are hard to live with. They lash out at everyone around them. People wonder how to spot bitterness. So what are the 10 behaviors that reveal a bitter person? And how do you cope with them? It's easy to spot a bitter person once you learn their telltale poor behaviors. Okay. And I'm gonna show I'm gonna read 10 um red flags. A lack of gratefulness. Uh yes, a lack of gratefulness. Bitter people feel cheated by life. And I want you to think about if you know anybody like that or if you're like that. Okay. The reason why do we have these is um these types of um lectures is because we are talking about 
fleshly behavior. I've been talking about it since lip service. So each one of these lessons um, from lip service on is discussing people uh, behaving in fleshly manners and having a fleshly outlook and uh, being ruled by the flesh. Okay, so these are fleshly behaviors. <clears throat> okay. They lack gratefulness. Bitter people feel cheated by life. Even if they have a great experience, they won't express gratitude. The glass is always half empty. They will not express thanks for their family or friends, their home, their job, because there's still something wrong with each of these things. They're never happy. It's a spirit. Something or someone has disappointed them and that looms larger in their blessings. Mm -hmm. larger than their blessings all right uh, how to cope with an ungrateful person remember this person isn't a terrible person instead this is what I want you to remember remember these things as I read each and every one of them off this person is a, a terrible person. Instead, they feel overwhelmed with emotions they can't unravel. Kindness and patience will make them feel like you're a real friend. Number two, cynical cynicism is mistrust and suspicion. You can't make a better person happy. In their eyes, you'll fall short in doing what they expected. They will say something like, I'm not surprised. It's that peep, it's what people always do to me. They're like a dark cloud on a sunny day. Their cynicism overshadows everything they do and say. Mm -hmm. Number three, bitter people hold a grudge. It's normal for you to have a misunderstanding with someone, but you can work it out and then let it go. You don't hold grudges. Even if you can't agree on a solution, you let it go. Since you don't want to spend your time or energy holding on to a grudge. But bitter people can't let go of anything. They become obsessed with their grudges and the people who have wronged them. Number four is jealousy. Bitter people are jealous of others who they perceive are getting what they deserve. Studies find that your emotions influence your judgment, fleshly beings. Participants were first made to feel love, then asked to rate different candies and chocolate as sweet or bitter. The participants who felt love rated the candies and chocolate as very sweet. But the participants who experienced jealousy said that the candy and the chocolate were less pleasing. <laughs> Bitter. Bitterness influences a person's perception. They become jealous when their friends, co-workers, or loved ones talk about a recent success, a new home, or their promotion. They can't stand that others have received things that they want or think they should have. <laughs> Number five, they are vocal about their bitterness. Bitter people aren't private about their anger. Uh-huh. Oof. And you know what I don't like? 
bitter people who want to share their stuff and they want you to be just as bitter as they are. Because misery loves company. It's a spirit. They let everyone know that their life is unfair. They're looking for someone to agree with them so that they can justify their feelings. Their bitterness, their bitterness spills out onto others like acid, tainting everyone's good mood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Working with a bitter person is exhausting because it sucks all the life out of you by continually complaining and demoning their life their lot in life yes and that's the truth misery loves company misery is a spirit mm -hmm. and it can definitely get to you it can drain your spirit there's a lot of things in the scriptures that talk about that draining your spirit people who do it they're like succubus blaming blame shifting a bitter person blames others for their circumstances rather than to accept the responsibility of themselves. They will set themselves up as the ideal worker or ideal parent or ideal friend or ideal family member. <laughs> and they're the only ones who think this. Hold on. Okay, they will say that others are the cause of their problems. Uh-huh. But they're not the bitter person. Number seven. Bitter people are irritable and annoyed. Bitter people always find something to complain about. Something or someone annoys them. Nothing is ever right in their lives. They'll complain about people at work, their family, and people everywhere. Okay. Um, my interpretation of freeing yourself from bitterness, and I'm going to read how we could cope with bitter people and how we could free ourselves from bitterness. First, I'm going to uh, discuss how to cope with bitter people. How to cope with an un, um, an ungrateful person. Um, like I said, this uh, remember that this person isn't a terrible person. Instead, they feel overloaded with emotions. They can't unravel. This is why they're fleshly. Kindness and patience will make them feel like you're a true friend or family member. But remember, this person is fleshly. Okay? They're not walking in the spirit. Okay? Dealing with the cynic in your life. It may be your bitter friend or colleague or family member a while to trust you. It'll take them a while to trust you. They may even push you away at first, but be persistent if you care. Don't let the bitterness pull you down. Stand firm in who you are spiritually. Your bitter friend or family member no doubt has suffered and they're lashing out. So you can't take this personally at all. So be empathetic towards them without um, being drawn into their bitterness. It's easy to be drawn into somebody else's bitterness. It is. All you have to do is let them keep rambling on and it sucks you in. The words that come out of their mouth becomes wicked spirits. It does. 
the nonsense over and over and over and over. Uh, another way how we can cope and guard ourselves against a wicked person if we're not, I mean, against a bitter person if we're not the bitter person <laughs> is to, um, it's not a good idea to share your personal feelings with a bitter person. Their jealousy will turn into gossiping about you and others and put you in a bad light. Keep your conversations shallow and upbeat. And when I say shallow and upbeat, how's the day going? Oh, yeah, small talk. That's what it is. Don't get into no real talk and don't tell them secrets. Okay? All right. Another way of how to cope is um, don't get dragged into their bitterness. Don't get dragged into their rants. If a person has become more of a friend to you, when you are alone with them, bring up to them how they sound their propensity to be angry and bitter. It could be that no one has ever confronted them and pointed this out to them, okay? And just, um, you wanna have a discussion with them humbly, okay? Um, another way how you could cope is, um, if a person refuses to accept accountability for their actions and they refuse to accept any blame, you should stand your ground in an empathetic voice and manner and don't get dragged into their blame shifting of others. Mm -hmm. So the last thing about how to cope with it is you'll notice that triggers a bitter person's annoyance and irritation. You'll notice what triggers a bitter person's annoyance and, ir um, and irritation if you're around them long enough. You may need to avoid doing things that irritate them within reason or just don't be around them. But some people can't stand being, being joked with or teasing. Um, but don't be afraid of a bitter person because if you know something pushes their buttons, try to refrain from doing it or just be sparse. Don't be around them. How about that? Because it can get on you. Literally, it can. Uh, being around somebody uh, bitter and um, angry and um, negative all the time can really wear you down. Yes. So I have some um, suggestions, okay, from freeing yourself from bitterness. And this is whoever's bitter. It could be yourself. It could be a friend, a family member, anybody you care about. This is my suggestion, okay, before we move on. Now I read, I already read from uh, a um, a um, online source and now I'm giving my own suggestion. This is what uh, people should do, do or could do. Focus on yourself and this is freeing yourself from bitterness. Focus on yourself, changing and growing for the better as the most high intended. And this is in no particular order. Okay, don't be jealous or envious of anyone. Focus on you and not comparing yourself to other people's anything. 
okay? Their life experiences, their situations, the things that they have, the places they go, don't be jealous or envious, okay? To free yourself from bitterness. Not having a thin skin, everything bothering you. Oh, this person's talking about me. Oh, they said this, they said that. Oh, I'm a lash out, this, that. Sometimes it's not about you. It's just a regular um, situation they talking, but you're so vain. You think it's about you and nobody, honestly, and I'm, I'm going to be real, real, brutally honest. A lot of times it, it's bigger than you or not. Everything is about you trust and believe <laughs> this world is too big to be for you to be thinking. Everything is about you. Like people say, a hit dog does holler. That's not a New York saying, but if it's not about you, then don't worry about it. My thing is this, in regards to that, you be the moon in the situation, okay? A dog hollers at the moon. That's the bit of person hollering at the moon. But when the moon hollers back, that's when there's a problem. Be the moon. Don't be the dog barking. Okay? And don't throw your pearls to the pigs. Okay? Don't do it. Okay? Free yourself from the bitterness and don't get sucked in by bitter people. Okay? Those are the two metaphors I'm going to give you. Okay? Like I said, not having thin skin. Uh, everything's not about you and it shouldn't be bothering you, especially if you're a child of the most high. Enough is enough. Um, Yeshua went through a whole bunch of stuff of people said and all of that. You can't change what people say about you. Just be the best that you can be. That's all. You can't control anything outside yourself. So it's best to have a thick skin. Okay. Um, like I said, not letting things get to you. Change your mindset and how you look at things because the truth is it's not um, threatening you. Okay, if there's no real threat, you're not being threat threatened. Um, and don't be fooled by such thoughts. Okay, they're just, if they're doing things to you, if you really believe people are doing things to you, remove yourself from the situation. You don't have to be around people. Don't be vain. The world does not revolve around you. You are not always right. We are all, we all stumble and fall. Pride is wickedness. Okay. Be humble and honest. This is a way of staying open to the most high and hearing and working with him to make you better. Keep yourself free from junk, nonsense, any nonsense, whatever it could be. Be motivated and determined to change. This is anybody who has bitterness in their heart. Be open and determined to change. You can't control the world or anything outside yourself. Okay. So redirect your thoughts and try to change you and not other people because you can't change nobody else but yourself. Check your mental health in terms of hidden stress and anxiety. A lot of times we got anxiety and hidden stress and we project it onto other people. When it's really not other people, it's you. Remember, we cannot control anything outside of ourselves, okay? And we are not the end all and be all in the world. Okay. Um, 
remember we only one blade of grass and a puff of smoke in the grand scheme of things because that's what the most high says we are so try to stay humble and understand that's what you are if you're walking in humility then bitterness can't be in there because two a wicked spirit and a uh, righteous spirit cannot be in there in you take one okay don't take two take one because if you take two, that means you're walking in the middle and you already know what the most high say about the middle. He don't like the middle, baby. Nobody, nobody. Yeshua said, I wish you was hot or cold. But because you neither, I'm a, you warm. You neither hot or cold. You're warm. I'm going to spit you out my mouth. Most high don't like that. Mm -mm. So what combats bitterness? The most high, of course relying upon him and his power of truth to make you free that is the short answer but i'd like to back it up with some scriptures and i will i'm going to interchange these scriptures um i'm going to say quite a few before i sign off but um, i'm going to talk about bitterness and what combats bitterness in no particular way because it's just talking about bitterness so that's what we'll be talking about until i sign off i'll probably say about seven eight um colossians three and eight but now oh everything's from the esv english standard version colossians three and eight but now you must put them all away anger wrath malice slander obeisance talk from your mouth Okay, that's bitterness. Matthew 6, 14 to 15. For if you forgive others and their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others and their trespasses, neither will the most high forgive you and your trespasses. Okay, if you can't forgive other people, the most high will not forgive you. Okay, and that's the law. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as the Most High in the Mashiach forgave you. Now, let me just say something about this here. This is important because all the nonsense we do as human beings and we expect the most high to go woo 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 I'm gonna run to you all right I'm gonna send my son to be um to be uh the uh sacrificial lamb for you yes I'm gonna let you do whatever you want but I'm gonna let him die for you no the most high forgave you so now it's time for you to forgive other people cuz you cannot be glorifying the most high and you got bitterness in your heart. Okay. That's you trying to smack the most high in his face. And he don't play that. Uh-uh. No, he don't. Romans 3 and 14. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. That's the average person. But you want the most high to forgive you though. Don't you? Ah, uh -huh. I don't think so. Proverbs 10 and 12. Hatred stirs up strife but love covers all offensive. Take all the bitterness out of your heart, cut the root out, pull the root out, pull it out and throw it away. That's the only way you're going to be able to walk with the most high. 
First Peter 2 and 1, put away all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Uh-huh. Yes. James 1, 19 and 20, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of the most high. What he said? That's James the just. He said, put all of that away. Take it out. Pull it out from the root. Pull it, pull it, pull it, and throw it away. Like you in a garden, a root of a, a, a weed. Pull it out. Because that's what bitterness is, a weed. Pull the weed out so that the ground could be nice and fertile so that you can... um plant fruits of righteousness in that ground that's what you need to be doing okay proverbs seventeen twenty five: a foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him uh-huh so when you acting all out of pocket you the bitterness of your parents Hebrews 12 and 15, see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of the most high, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble and by it, many become defiled. Yes. You know, it's no um, coincidence that this is in the book of Hebrews because those are the ones that hold on to stuff. Notice, um, notice that a lot of people say that the uh, church going folk or the religious people are the biggest devils or they hold grudges. They point fingers at people. They do that. And most quote unquote religious people are the children of Israel because they don't know no better. Mm -hmm. They don't know that they the spiritual beings, that the blessings and everything was on them. This is what I mean about the closed eyes and closed ears. <laughs> ears wag shut mm -hmm. acts 8 and 23 for i see that you are in the goal of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity yeah you got to shake that loose shake it loose okay Um, I'm, I'm not going to read that many more. Did I read this already? Let me see. Let me just see if I did. Because if I did, then I'm done. First Peter two and one. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 12, 14 and 15. Did I do that? I did. I did. I probably did. Hebrews 12, 14 and 15, strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the most high. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of the most high, that no root of bitterness springs up 
and causes trouble and by it may become many may become defiled. I did, but I only read um, 15. All right. Ephesians 4 and 26, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and don't let it manifest. It should not be nothing that's too uh, bad that you can't forgive somebody for, or that is so terrible that you can't stop um, and forgive somebody. If that's the case, that's jealousy. And jealousy is a wicked, determined spirit. You got to really go to the most high with the jealousy. Oh, you got to go to the most high because that's a wicked, wicked spirit. And it's so bad that it almost um, did away with the 12 brothers. Yeah, because the jealousy of uh, Joseph, oh, it was terrible. Um, their father, um, Yaakov, who is Israel, had to pray over a lot of the brothers because jealousy settled in their hearts and they were so bitter against Joseph that they wanted to kill him. Now, where, what, what the heck? That's how bitterness could get in there because if one spirit is getting to you, best believe it's going to be uh, more with them. It's going to be people with them not people, but you know, other spirits with that one. If one spirit is getting in, you could best believe other ones are getting in. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-mm. Um, let me see if there's a couple of more before I go. Matthew 25, excuse me, Matthew 5, 23 and 24. So if you are offering your gift, now somebody could be bitter, right? But in their heart, they believe they're good. And they still want to go and ask the most high something. They want the most high to do something for them. So I read this to them. Matthew 5, 23 and 24. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you or you got something against them. Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Don't don't waste your time going to the Most High because the Most High knows you. He knew you before you came here. He already know whether you wretched. He knows if you got a root of uh, wickedness, a root of bitterness, a root of anything. He knows already. He already knows. You can't lie to him. You can lie to anybody else, even yourself. But you sure can't lie to the most high. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm, mm -mm -mm. Proverbs 29, 22, a man of wrath stirs up strife and one given to anger causes much transgression. And that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. they just a bad egg all around until you get all that bitterness out of your heart mm. this is what we need to do as people who have the bitterness in our hearts this is what we need to say This is Psalms 51 and 10, and I think I'm going to 
sign off with this one. Well, let me say one more before I sign off. <laughs> um, James 1, 19, 20. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of the most high. Now, I don't know if I already said that, but that is an important one. Now I'm going to say this before I sign off. Psalms 51 and 10. This is what we should be praying to the most high at all times because we need to be humble. If we are humble, it will get rid of a lot of this fleshly stuff because if we want the most high, we got to be humble because the most high needs to deal with a humble spirit. He cannot come into a um, into your vessel when all this junk and gunk is there. All this stinking thinking, all of this wickedness, the roots of uh, Belia, they can't be there. It got to be clean. It got to be consecrated. I already said that. It has to. And I say this, Psalms 51 and 10. This is what we should be praying. Create in me a clean heart, oh Yah, and renew a right spirit within me. We need to, because if we walk in any other way, the most high is, no, he's not going for it. He's not going for all this wickedness and all that stuff. You cannot hold on to those things thinking that you're going with the most high. If you think that way, you're fooling yourself, okay? As we continue to walk, together as people who love the most high as an assembly I want you to think about all the fleshly ways that pop into our minds that pop into our hearts and I need you to consciously at all times clean out your vessel clean the vessel out it has to be clean for the most high you want the most high to come and sup with you it need to be clean that's just like having a visitor you got a visitor you sure better be on your best behavior when they come into your house you sure better have a clean house you sure better have some clean plates so they can eat with you you sure better not have nothing lingering and look you know looking around so that they can be shocked when they get in there you need to have a clean heart. You need to be a clean vessel for the most high. And this means all the roots of bitterness, all the roots of wickedness, all that need to be cleaned out of your garden so that good, a good field can be prepared so good fruit can grow. That's what we need to have. So with that, I say, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your hump day. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is 
you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.